Hello, hello, hello. This is Angel with Door Through the Truth podcast. I am so super glad and happy that you're here, that you're listening in. Um, I've been podcasting for a while, uh, but people are still um, taking a listen, taking a look, tapping in. Uh, amen. To be able to get that breakthrough. So I started this podcast almost two years ago. And um, my motive in the beginning, it was different, if you will. It wasn't right. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't mind being transparent. I knew that I could, you know, do what the Lord told me. But I was hoping, I said, okay, Lord, I'll do this. Maybe I can, you know, make some money as a business. But, hey, he had a whole different plan. You know, he always have a different plan. I mind maybe somewhere else. And God has a whole different thought about it. So, you know, so my mind, I, after he, you know, broke that thing down to me. And gave me time and grace and long suffering, you know, nothing bad, but he's just teaching me more to trust him, you know, not, it's not always a thing where you're just going to start something and get money, you know, it's coming, but you know, you know, but the motive has to be right. That's what I'm saying. So I thank God for his grace and his mercy. Like I said, I'm your podcaster with door three, the truth. I'm also on on, uh, some of the social media platforms, uh, Facebook and Instagram. I am a mindset coach for Christian healthcare workers. I utilize the podcast platform, um, for my teaching space, um, a preaching space, if you will. Uh, not that I'm hooping all the time, but when the presence of the Lord come in, the anointing is strong. So yeah, I'm grateful. I use this platform to however the Lord wants me to do <laughs> these platform messages, uh, the interviews, everything that we do. Um, it's all, uh, God led, you know, I do my best to make sure that I'm listening in and being sensitive, you know, no matter what it looks like, no matter how it feels, I trust him to make a way. And we do usually have guests. I like to have a guest at least once a month. I will be preparing here soon. I know the summer's here, but, uh, and people doing things that traveling and, uh, you know, the, the mask and different things are being lifted in some of the cities. So people are traveling They're They're quite busy. So in the meantime, <laughs> <laughs> I will be your podcaster, but when I do, uh, hoping real soon in the near future, I will let you all know who my guests will be and what they'll be talking about. I like to bring uh, people on so they can uh, tell them, uh, the, the audience, who they are and the things that they can do to change the world. These are phenomenal people um, that have changed the world. You know, they're doing great things. Some of them are nurses. Some of them are business owners. Some of them are mothers. Some are educators. Uh, therapist, they just, it's just, yeah, I'm so grateful. But without any further ado, our topic on tonight is do not stare. Do not stare. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> do not stare. So this, this is another one fresh off the press that the Lord gave me. Um, and I'm like, okay, Lord, you're going to have to break it down for me. And he always does, y'all. He always give me a revelation. So I know some of my titles may be definitely unique or different. <laughs> you know, some may say, oh, that's really weird. But hey, just trust me and pray for me that God will continue to use me through these podcasts to be a blessing to people all over the world. So So this is called do not stare. Stare means, you know, actually what is S-T-A-R-E? You know, you're looking in a fixed, you're looking in a fixed or a a vacant, 
uh, mood or behavior. I'm going to say it again. You can look, fix, or or vacant at someone or something with one's eyes wide open. So you can stare at something for a long period of time. You know, sometimes even in our trials and tribulations, we'll stare at them, you know, but we need to be moving it, you know, or either. And I'm not just saying just move. You definitely do all you can in your human abilities. I believe God honors that, you know, faith without works is dead. But definitely sometimes it get to a point where you've done all you can do in your physical strength. Your physical mind, your emotions, your capabilities. You're like, okay, Lord, I've done all I can do. <laughs> like that song say, I've done all I can do is just stand. You have to stand in his righteousness, stand in his holiness, fight, you know, persevere. Sometimes we have to pursue peace. We have to pursue strength. We have to pursue faith. Amen. I was talking about that on the last podcast. I believe it was face up. Sometimes we have to pursue Things that God wants us to do, you know, but cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for us. Meaning say, Lord, I'm having a hard time. I can't pay my bills. You know, talk to him. Don't complicate it. You don't have to beautify it or make it so wonderful, uh, glamorized unless you want to. <laughs> but when I'm in trouble, I say, Lord, help me, help me, help me. Lord, I need your strength right now. <laughs> and I just go and take authority. And not just that. It's so powerful when you can. Um, it's very powerful. I got that revelation just just recently. And, you know, in my Christian walk, you know, I knew to pray to God. I knew to give him honor. But there was a, a strategy. I believe, hallelujah, and I can feel his presence that I was missing, you know, because God is someone that we have to invite in. He said, whomsoever will let him come. He's not putting no pressure on you to to do things because he's given us free will. But the particular strategy that I love, and I'm going to get back to this, do not stare. We have to give God permission, permission, you know, give him that open door to work a miracle. Give him that permission to live and abide in your life. Give him that permission to heal your body from sickness and ailments. Give him that permission. Because sometimes you're like, Lord, why are you not doing this? Well, give him permission. He's a grateful God. He's a gracious God. He's a merciful God. Sometimes we still have a hold of it. That's what I'm trying to get at. Sometimes we're trying to fix it. And you're like, Lord, why are you not doing this? You know, what, 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 what is it? Because many times you've been, you know, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say you, we have, uh, uh, have have learned how to grab things on our own and take a hold of it and don't know how to let go. So God wants us to fixate on him. How about that? When we are staring, we're looking to the hills from which cometh our help. Don't get in a blank stare where you're not moving. You're not going backwards. You're not going forward. You're just sitting. Now, I do believe there's a time and space where the Lord have us to sit in some trials or sit in a situation. You know, it may not be anything bad, but sometimes he just have us, thank you, Lord, in this holding pattern. You're like, Lord, uh, was I supposed to stay here for two months? Or Do I supposed to stay on this job for the next three years? You know, he wants us to get intimate with him. He wants us to, not saying he's not hearing your prayers. He's, he hears your prayers. But sometimes there, I believe and I know and I've dealt with and dealing with it right now. There is a, 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 a fruit of the spirit called long suffering. <laughs> and another one called patience. Amen. Sometimes he's getting us in that place where he can just, you know, this may sound a little wretched. He can just gut us out, 
you know, gut us out spiritually, mentally, emotionally, cleanse our soul, you know, get rid of all those bad characters, characteristics, attitude, dismay, being proud, oppressed, depressed. You know, he don't, he, you know, do not stare. Move. He's given us the, now this is a message where you can move, you know, you don't have to stay in a, in a, in a, uh, and uh, uh, just in one place, one position where you're just stuck. Hallelujah. Let God unstuck you. Let him unstick you. <laughs> if that's such a word, let him remove you from blessing to blessing, to grace to grace, from mercy to mercy, or to miracle after miracle after miracle, or blessings. You know, they've been saying it's the one time when a miracle. I don't believe it. Hey, you can do a miracle again and again. Miracles, I believe, sometimes God does when we're so desperate. When there's nothing else can be done. We need, we don't just need a blessing man we need a miracle you know some people are dying or suffering with cancer they need a miracle they don't just need a blessing they need a blessing too that the chemotherapy or whatever they're dealing with is keeping them they're not getting that sick and nauseous they're tolerating it well things like that that's blessings you know but i mean when you need a miracle hey god he needs to take the cancer away you know what I'm saying? That miracle, that miracle phenomena that God does, hallelujah, has does, still doing, because the word says he's the, the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. God is the same yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. Yesterday, hey, a minute ago. Yesterday, 30 minutes ago. Hallelujah. That's yesterday. That's the way I'm thinking. Think real big. It's not just a calendar day. Hallelujah. And this is what God has given me. Even though it works on a calendar, it works on business day. But I mean a yesterday. Hallelujah. Because God is eternal. Yesterday can be a minute ago. 30 seconds ago. Hallelujah. So you can press into your future through the will of God, through the honesty of God, through the power of God. You know, God is God, you know, walking in integrity. Amen. I'm getting excited. Do not stare. Don't get stuck. Because you seem to have been in a, a place of hardness for a long time. Don't get stuck. Because you might have been waiting on the Lord to bless you with a child. You may be a barren woman. Don't get stuck. Because you might have been a single a woman or a man and waiting on a man, a wife, you know, a husband. Keep pushing through. Keep doing what you need to do. Get your credit right. You know, some people may have to lose a little weight to get around, not just to look good. You know, weight is good to get off to look good. I'm, t- I'm telling, I'm, I'm mentioning in regards of having a healthy lifestyle. You know, we're all trying to do something. We all should be. You know, because this this body is our temple. This is where God dwells. And if we're not in good shape and good health, you know, somebody was talking about that. So many people just gone. They've died because of their health. You know, and they might have been a great warrior in the Lord. Prayer warrior, save, you can call on them. But they three, four, five hundred pounds. Or their cholesterol is super heavy. You know, and then that pastor or that preacher have to pray for them. Pray for them and, you know, but some of that takes, you know, we have to, some, we, we got to do something too. You know, it's, it's our effort to, to, to do what we need to do in our mind, in our emotions, you know, now that you're taking God's place, always give him honor. When you pray, he said, pray with a petition, with supplication and thanks. You know, we're not going to be out of order. Always pray. Always put it in the spirit realm that, that, that God is with you. 
you know, that the Holy Spirit is dwelling in you. So always pray about it. You know, Lord, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to believe you're going to make a way. I'm going to fill out this job application. I'm asking you that I'll get this job on the interview will work out. You know, you know, I'm just giving some examples. You know, he give us that free will to make those decisions and then ask him, Lord, hey, I, I really if it's your will. And I know it's your will because, you you know, you won't hold no good thing from me. So it's good things. Promotion is good. Blessings are good. Having a job is good. You know, some people may not think that. But having a job, he compares work as an example of an ant. There's a scripture. I'm going to look it up. Um, I used to love to look at that scripture or, or research it. How 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 God, uh, and I may be, I'm paraphrasing y'all. I'll get the correct scripture. How God... Um, uh, distinguish us and how we should work. We should work and save up like the ant does. That when there's famine, they saving up, they're storing up. You know, oh no, when it's when it's when it's uh when there's plenty, they're storing up. So when the famine time come, they got a plenty of food. They can live comfortable. You know, you know. So we're not exempt from just having that same uh, methodology, a methodology, if you will, a worth ethic. You know, he's comparing us. Our worth ethic should be like an ant. When there's plenty, when you're doing well, things are great, store up, pay off some debts, get out of debt, don't get no more credit cards, pay off your house, you know, if you're able to do that, pay off any debts, pay off your children's student loan, or store up money for your child to go to college or school, you know, it don't take a lot, it don't have to be a lot, just start off, you know. And praying that you and your spouse or your loved one can come together on that. And if you're a single person, hey, God can give you a blessing and and show you and teach you how to do that as well. We're going to jump to Philippians 1 and 9 and I'll be done. Do not stare. We're talking about do not stare. He don't want us to fixate on something and not press toward the promises of God. Not press toward where what his plan for our life. And if you don't know, ask him. Write it down. What are your true passions? What things you like to do? You know, write it down. You know, don't just sit idly by. You can, you know, <laughs> God will give us things. But sometimes, you know, if there's something, I believe he'll, he'll, that burning desire, you know, if it's nothing that's not contraindicating or that he's against. You know what I'm saying? We know the Ten Commandments. You know, if there's something you're not doing contrary to his law and to his will, write that down. Lord, I want to own my own business. Lord, I want to be a, a cosmetologist. Lord, I want to go to college. Lord, I want to be a minister. You know, you know, and ask him to lead you and guide you. You know, pray stuff that's in his will. Don't pray to do something that somebody else is doing, then you fail. I'm going to say it again. Don't pray for something that you're looking at your friend or somebody else is doing. That may not be for your life. You know, you may be dealing with jealousy or covetousness. You may be dealing with that. So pray what your passions are, you know, and never compare. That's a struggle for all of us. Don't compare yourself to no one. You don't know what they did and how they did to get what they got. So try not to compare or contrast yourself. You be an original. You be the best you. Philippians 1 and 9 says, And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment. This is out of the New American Standard Bible. That's my life supplication Bible. I'm going to read it again. Philippians 1 and 9 says, And this I pray, Paul was praying, Y'all know Paul went through some things, killed up some Christians. You know, God blessed him and brought him out. 
When you get a chance, read Philippians. You know, I want to read a little bit more on that, too. He says, and this I pray that your love may abound. Amen. He's praying and asking God to have mercy. You know, that his word, his love, how he feel. He's God is passionate about how he loves us. He loves us conditionally and unconditionally. He loves us when we're wrong and he loves us when we're right. He loves us all the time. You know, now he's a sovereign God. And there's several things he hates. He's not playing, you know. Don't take his kindness and and for granted. Thinking, you know, he give us grace and mercy. You know, we got we got to be mindful. You know, he give us a way of escape. You know, if you're struggling with some things, you know, in your heart or in your home, you may be um, committing adultery. You may be fornicating. You might have, you know, done doing some things, gossiping, lying, cheating. You know, and that's not to beat nobody down, but you know, God can deliver you if you desire to be delivered. And set you free. He says, and more in real knowledge and all discernment. So as we grow in God and love, the real knowledge, the deposit of the word, like I'm reading the scripture. You don't have to read the whole Bible in one day. Some people read them, read a Bible every year, the whole books of the Bible for a year. I haven't mastered that yet. I haven't, you know, you know, it's enough of me trying to memorize the scriptures, you know. But when even when I don't remember them, the Holy Spirit reminds me of the scriptures, you know, and I don't take him for granted. I go in there and get it myself. You know what I'm saying? But when I forget however he wants to do it, he'll, in, the, in the scriptures says the Holy Spirit will make his own moanings and groanings. He'll intercede for you. Your spirit man will. God has given you that. Amen. And he'll give you the real knowledge and all discernment. So you can know what's right and wrong. You can test that spirit. Because sometimes that devil come dressed up. He come pretty. He come fine as wine. He come uh, with all those muscles, you know. <laughs> and that's not to bad mouth anybody, but the enemy, he's he uses us. He used the human body to get his work done as Jesus does. God gives, he lives and abides. God is a spirit like the devil is a spirit. You know what I'm saying? So ask God for the discernment. Pray before you get caught up and tangled up where you've given your whole heart to that person. Male or female, you might have been seeing somebody or dating somebody or contemplating where you're, you're going to marry them. Make sure it's from God. And don't get mad at God when you pray and you say, Lord, if this is the person, show me. You know, work it out. Sometimes he'll do that. He'll breathe on that life, that marriage. You know, he'll bless it if this is the will of God for it to be. And then sometimes, you know, I believe God, if we're not in the right standings of God, he will turn us over to a reprobated mind. He will allow you, you know. To marry somebody that's not intended because that's what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? He don't fight against our free will. He will give us a way of escape. But it's up to us to make that decision, that right decision, that good decision. You know, they may be fine as wine and they be muscular, but man.